because when you get to the place of interdependency, you lose that ability to think and make decisions for yourself. And a critical part of embracing who you are is embracing the fact that when it comes to your life, you get to make your own decisions and live life for yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Girl We Grow Now podcast. I am your host, Victoria, and I'm so excited that you all are here with me on this Monday morning. So today I'm going to be doing an episode talking about how to be your authentic self and how to really embrace your individuality and just being able to find your voice. I think that is such an important topic because I feel like it's so easy to get lost and caught up in the things that society is telling us to be that it's so easy to lose ourselves. So I feel like this is a really important conversation that I want to bring to the podcast. Okay, so what is authentic self? I, when I think of being authentic, I think of it as just being able to trust and love who you are and having a strong sense of self and really not caring what other people think. I believe that authenticity happens when your words, actions, and behaviors consistently match your core identity. So when I think of this, I think that a good self-check on if you're being authentic is, does your life and actions align with how you describe yourself to someone when you're just meeting them or how you present? yourself to people, especially people that you are just meeting. So what I mean by that is I know first impressions are everything and we talk about that a lot and I I get it. First impressions are a big deal. You always want to put your best foot forward, but the question is, are you still being yourself or are you presenting a package or an identity of someone that you think they will like that just isn't yourself? The most powerful thing that we can all be is ourselves. Seriously, there's so much power in being unapologetic apologetically yourself because as I said before we get so many things thrown at us and so many opinions you might have your family trying to tell you who and what you should be and they're probably telling you that because they love you and they want the best for you and we also have society trying to tell us who we should be and how we should look and society tries to tell us that we should have all of these certain things by a certain age and we really just have to be able to get to a place of really knowing who we are at our core and just blocking out the noise. Being your authentic self is really just being comfortable with who you are and not feeling like you have to put on that facade to be accepted and liked by other people. There's this big correlation between self-esteem and being able to be your authentic self and really just leaning into your individuality. And I believe this is more challenging with social media. You have to really ask yourself, are you comfortable in your own skin or are you trying to be like your favorite influencer on social media? I think social media is a great tool, but I also think it can be a challenging tool as well. If you find people on social media that inspire you, I think that's really great. But I do think that you have to find the balance between being inspired and just trying to be a copy and paste version of someone else. Because I believe that when you try and morph into someone else because you think their life looks really cool on social media, or you think that they like have a really amazing life, you eventually will get to a place of unhappiness because you're going to keep trying to change to fit into the different stages of someone else's life. And if instead you were able to just focus on what you truly wanted and stop trying to keep up with everyone else, I believe that that would help breed true happiness down the line. So here's a pro tip. Recognize what things are internal influences versus 
external influences by listening to your gut and trusting your instincts. So ask yourself, is this truly what I want or do I feel like I have to do this to get some kind of external validation or approval? So I feel like being your authentic self and being able to embrace who you are is such an important thing because when you show up as yourself and you're not putting on a facade, that is when you will attract the people that are meant to be in your life. But when you show up pretending to be someone you're not, you can only do that for so long. And I can't even imagine how exhausting it would have to be to show up as a pretend version of someone else versus just being able to be unapologetically yourself. If you feel that you are struggling with the feeling like you have to be a certain way in order to fit in and you don't feel like you can just show up as your authentic self, you really have to start to ask yourself self why is it that you feel that way? Is it a lack of sense of self? Do you just feel like you don't know who you are anymore because somewhere along the way you've lost yourself, whether it's in a relationship, a job, or just something? Or are you afraid that people won't like the real you? Are you just afraid of the vulnerability of putting your true self out there? Or do you just not like the person that you are? So if you answered yes to any of those questions, the good news is that you can grow out of that. None of that is set in stone. If you lack a sense of self, you can take the time to get to know yourself and you can do it in the same way that you go about getting to know other people. Spend time with yourself, take yourself on date, try new things, and really just take the time to figure out what it is that interests you and what you enjoy doing. If you're worried that people don't like you or that they won't like you when they meet you, a lot of times that stems from a lack of confidence. So that means you need to take the time to build yourself up and pour into yourself. You have to get to a place of knowing that when you are yourself, you are not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. You want to attract the right people for you and that is not going to be everyone. If you focus on trying to be someone that everyone likes, you will 100% lose yourself in that because you will start to people please and the more you say yes to everyone else, the more you start saying no to yourself just to make other people happy and because you want to be liked. But at the end of the day like you want to also create spaces where you can also be happy too and then if you feel like you don't really like yourself I first want you to think of three things that you love about yourself and that you know are great strengths of yours and I want you to sit in that and validate yourself in those things then I want you to think of the things that you don't love about yourself and I'm talking about things like character traits or habits and then decide what is it that you really want to grow in because growth is always going to be a part of anyone's journey when it comes to wanting to evolve and I truly believe we should always be trying to evolve and be the best and healthiest version of ourselves. So it's okay to want to be a better person, but you can still love yourself and who you are while you're working on that growth. I also want to talk about embracing your individuality. As I said before, in this social media driven society that we live in, it is so easy to get lost in that. And and I really feel like individuality is slowly dying. We are constantly inundated with how we should look as women 
and trends that we should be following and all of that. And I feel like everyone has started to look the same and uniqueness is just really fading. I don't really scroll on Instagram as much because when I did, I felt like I was starting to see people with the same body types, the same content, the same Botox and filler because that's the current beauty trend, the same outfits. And it was just getting so boring that I really only try to follow people that I think stand out and that inspire me and that put their own unique creative spin on things. So here are some ways and some things that you can do to stay true to who you are no matter what. The first thing is accept and love yourself for who you are. I know we have all heard the saying that if you don't love yourself, how can other people love you? And as cliche and corny as it sounds, this is really true. In order to show up as yourself, you have to love and accept who you are and really come to terms with your strengths and your weaknesses. As I said earlier, even with your weaknesses, you can accept and love yourself while also wanting to grow. The second thing, stop trying to compromise who you are just to please other people. If you have to change who you are to be liked by someone, then those are not people who deserve to have you in their life. We have a big world full of a ton of people and your real connections are out there and they are going to accept and love you for who you are. Tip number three, stop comparing yourself to others. Comparison literally is the thief of joy. With the way that social media is, it's so, so easy to get stuck in comparing your life to someone's highlight reel on Instagram or TikTok. And we must always remember that social media is a curated version of someone's life. We don't actually know what their life is like and we don't even know if they're happy. So the best thing that we can do is if we find ourselves getting into a cycle of comparison is to just disconnect from social media and take the time to connect deeper with ourselves through journaling or getting out in nature or whatever it is that helps us get really in tune with ourselves. Tip number four, don't ask for validation. Stop asking for people to accept you. You have to get to a place where you don't need someone else's validation to be yourself and to live the life that you want. It's a very beautiful and empowering thing to be able to get to that place of just not caring what someone else thinks and just being able to live life on your own terms. Life is so precious that the last thing you want is to look back and realize that you have been living for everyone except yourself. When you are content and comfortable with who you are, you will not need the approval from anyone else. Tip number five, be okay with being alone. When you have that strong sense of self and confidence that I mentioned earlier, you truly are okay with spending time with yourself and not being so dependent on other people. Because when you get to the place of interdependency, you lose that ability to think and make decisions for yourself. And a critical part of embracing who you are is embracing the fact that when it comes to your life, you get to make your own decisions and live life for yourself. You don't have to live a life that is a life that someone else wants for you. You truly just get to live the life that you want. And tip number six, give yourself permission to be happy. I know sometimes we can go through things or we could have things that we've done in our past that we still hold against ourselves and that we don't forgive ourselves for. But I'm here to tell you that we all make mistakes. We all mess up and you have to be able to forgive yourself or forgive other people, grow from the different situations that you go through and move on and give yourself permission to be happy and to live a life that brings you so much joy and so much happiness. 
So I do believe that when you have that strong sense of self, of knowing who you are and being your authentic self, it makes it so much easier to find your voice and to be able to speak up for yourself because you know what you will and won't tolerate. And just being able to find yourself and communicate is such a huge thing. We have to be able to express ourselves in a healthy way because I have learned that no matter how valid what you say is, if you can't express that in a healthy way, it will fall on deaf ears. It is so important to be able to have these open and honest conversations with people, but we also have to be able to consider the other person so that it can be a balanced and constructive conversation. Something that I've been working on is having an assertive communication style that is also gentle. So I am known, like anyone who knows me, like my good friends, family, they know that I'm a very direct person and I personally love that about me. But something that I really have been trying to perfect and get better at is to just really make sure that I can have a gentleness with my communication. So actually one of the best examples that I can think of that's super recent is for all of my love is blind people, if you watch the reunion and so for people who don't know what love is blind is or wasn't up to date, I will give you a little quick summary. But there's this girl on there who was basically a mean girl in the house and you know she got a lot of backlash and social media and she also ended up getting engaged to a guy who she treated very poorly and just said so many rude things about so the guy ended up getting engaged to the other girl that he was into and they got married and so they were at the reunion the mean girl I'm just gonna call her the mean girl the girl who was being mean in the house she was apologizing and the host asked the guy if he accepted her apology or what he thought about the apology and you know he basically said that he thought she came on the show to be famous and you know he forgives her at the end of the day but his wife stepped in and really just called her out for making so many excuses for her actions and she made a comment that said there's so much power in holding yourself accountable and that it's valid that she has mental health things that she's working through but it's also not okay the way that she treated people and just the way that the woman her name is Bliss articulated herself it was so assertive but yet so classy and so gentle and like something that needed to be said that that girl needed to hear I don't know that she fully heard it I just really admired the way that she was able to communicate that in such a classy and gentle but yet assertive way that that is basically what I'm trying to do so that was a long-winded explanation of what I was trying to say but I just really think that the way you deliver a message and the way that you communicate important things really just anything to people it's going to make a huge difference in the response that you get of course there's always going to be some people that no matter how well you communicate something their response will be what it is but it's just knowing that you made the effort to communicate in a very healthy and gentle way is important so as I mentioned, it's something I've been working on. So something I do now is I take a moment and ask myself before I say whatever it is that I'm wanting to say, I ask myself is what I'm saying loving? Is it kind and is it useful? If not, then maybe I need to reconstruct my delivery or maybe it's just something that doesn't need to be said. But being able to communicate in a healthy and constructive way. It truly does take a lot of self-awareness, but I do believe that once you get really comfortable with yourself and comfortable in your emotions and your feelings, you will get to a place where you're able to express that in a healthy, constructive way that can be heard by someone who's willing to listen to them. And I think another part of finding your voice is also knowing when to say no. So I have had conversations with a lot of people who just feel like they struggle with being able to say no and they just feel like, 
they have to say yes to people. And I want to say that we do not owe anyone anything. We don't owe people anything at all. And the best thing that you can do is not say yes out of obligation. So I read something a while ago and it said, when you don't learn how to say no to things that you don't want to do or that don't align with your values, the only person you hurt is yourself. If you don't set up those boundaries of saying no to things that don't align with your values or things that you just don't want to do or that you don't have the time for, you are going to constantly be overexerting yourself overextending yourself and I find that when you do that and you just feel like you have an obligation to say yes so you don't say no there can be resentment built especially if it's something that you do a lot for a certain person in your life and the thing is that is not fair to them because when you say yes they're under the impression that oh well she said yes so she wants to do it and the thing is we do a disservice to our relationship if we just say yes to things that obligations that we don't want to do and then we end up being resentful towards that person. So it's so important to be able to set boundaries and just to really be able to say no and to not be afraid to say no. And if you are in a place when you're afraid to say no, you have to really ask yourself, why are you afraid to say no? And I believe that a lot of that goes back to the people pleasing and to wanting to be liked. And it's like 90% of the time, if you tell someone like, hey, no, like I'm going to actually stay in tonight or no, I can't do that. It's going to be okay. Most people are not going to stop being your friend because you can't do everything that they want you to do. And if they do stop being your friends, that tells you everything you need to know. But I think a lot of times we get into our head and we think that, oh, we have to do this because if not, so-and-so is going to be hurt. And I just think a lot of times it isn't that deep. Of course, everyone's different. But I do think that when you start to say no to things and you're not just a yes man or a yes woman, that people do start to respect you more and respect your time more and things like that. So I think it's important just to really be comfortable and okay with saying no. And there's so much power in saying no. All right, so I really hope that you all found value in that and that you really can be your authentic self and that you can just really embrace who you are. And I promise that when you're unapologetically yourself, the right people who are meant for you are going to love you for who you are. With that, I hope you all have an amazing rest of the week and we will chat next week. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye grown girl gang.